Sacktown Sports. I'm Simone with your Sacktown Sports headlines. Earlier this afternoon, we learned James Harden is picking up his $35.6 million option, and sides are beginning to work together in exploring trade scenarios. It's expected that Harden has played his last game for Philadelphia, sources tell The Athletic and ESPN. Clippers and Knicks are among teams that will engage with the Sixers on a potential trade for James Harden. Yankees starting pitcher Domingo Herman achieved greatness last night in Oakland, throwing the 24th perfect game in MLB history and the fourth perfect game in the Yankees' archives. Grounded to third! Yankees, of course, take that one 11 nothing over the Athletics. I'm Simone. Those are your Sacktown Sports headlines. Welcome back into Cattles and Rami. With you one mile at a time during the afternoon drive. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. All right, so in uh, 90 minutes, we're going to have a significant show announcement. We'll have that at 5.30. Oh, we are? Yes, we are. Oh. But back to the Kings. Again, 5.30 for that announcement. So a bit of news came out yesterday. It was very, very under the radar. But it stood out to me like a sore freaking thumb, Rami. I I was looking at some of the CBA stuff because the CBA was finally given to teams yesterday. And we talked about the Domas... Extension options as well during yesterday's show, right? James Ham was the first guy who kind of threw out this thought that, hey, look, I'd even call it you know, a report. Kings are looking at possibly extending Domas this summer versus waiting until next summer. And we went through all those options. So quickly, the options are the Kings could give Domas an extension this summer. And in total, if you included this year, because they would bump him from like $22 million as the cap hit to like almost $31 million. Including this year, it'd be five years, $220 million for Domas. Option two is that the Kings could wait. They could wait it out. And if they waited things out and Domas ended up being on an all-NBA team, now underline that because that's the most important part of this whole thing. If Domas ends up being an all-NBA player, you're looking at five years, $246 million. Now, option three is you wait until next year. Domas does not make an all-NBA team, Rami, and you're looking at a five-year, $211 million contract. So, in essence, if you extend Domas out this summer, you are saying to yourself, if you're Monty, you feel like Domas is going to make the All-NBA team, one of them. One of those three All-NBA teams Domas is going to be on. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to cut a year off the deal, because mm-hmm. you include this year, and you're trimming $26 million off of the totality of that contract. So you're saving money and you're saving a year on the term by giving him the extension right now. You would do that because you thought Domas would be an All-NBA guy like he was this past year. Well, there's something about the new CBA. And the reason why it jumped out at me is because we were talking about these Domas options, these extensions. What yeah, you did possibly, a lot of math. 
Yeah. You did a lot of math. Frankly, too much math. Way too much math. And we were talking about it saying, it okay, my brain. you know, what What could the Kings do? What would make sense? And how is this all tied to the All-NBA team? So then I see the CBA and a part of the CBA. I didn't read through all 600-plus pages. I try to have some kind of life. But uh, in the new CBA, Rami, All-NBA teams are positionless. And I was watching Watkins yesterday on Chris and Company, and Drapes asked Watkins, or he, he kind of just brought it up in the conversation and said, you know, Domas was an all-NBA player, top 15 guy. And Watkins was like, well, yeah, when you don't consider positions, or when you do consider positions, rather, right? So Watkins' point is Domas is not a top 15 player in the league. You have to name three centers. Right. Not anymore. The new CBA... You know, we're, we're looking at something different. The new CBA, we're looking at positionless basketball. And if we're going to move forward with positionless basketball on all NBA teams, that means that inherently it's going to be more difficult for Domas to make one of those teams. Does that change your thinking about what you might do? I mean, it has to. You, you have to factor that in, right? Because quite frankly, Nick, I would bet against Domas being all NBA now with 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 it being positionless. I I I don't think he's one of the top 15 players in this league. All due respect, and I I think that he's 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 a very good player and deserved the nod this year the way that it was structured and deserves to get a a hefty contract whenever that time comes from the Kings or whoever else may decide to pay him. But that being said, I don't know that he's an all NBA player next year with it being positionless. And if you if you and if that saves you some money, I think that's a risk or a gamble that you maybe take if you're Monty McNair and the Kings. That he's not going to be all NBA next year, and you're not going to have to dish out that super max contract to keep Domas the Sacramento King. It's really a fascinating change, and I wonder if Monty it's a good catch by you. I wonder if Monty I didn't see that you well, you know, you know I, I try you, every once in a while. Sun shines on a dog's took us. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Monty had a little inkling of this because there there was kind of a preemptive, preemptive agreement sent out that I believe teams got their eyes on. The in-full CBA wasn't delivered until yesterday. I wonder if there were some whispers about this, and, and maybe this was part of Monty's negotiating over the past week or two if he has been negotiating with Domas on this extension. I, I agree with you. I, I think this does change things. The Kings just got better leverage to me. Now, maybe Domas doesn't care. Maybe Domas's reps don't care. Maybe Domas believes that he's going to be all NBA no matter what and says all oh, positionless basketball, whatever. I'm, I'm going to make the all NBA team. I proved that I'm an all NBA guy this year. I'm going to prove it next year. And maybe this has no impact from Domas's point of view. But if you're the Kings, like you said, Rami, you now have a little bit of the trick up your sleeve. You could sit there and say, look, Domas, we want you here, and we are more than willing to pay you a lot of money right now and extend you out and give you that security that you and your family want. You just had a kid. You just moved to Napa. Lots of things are happening. We're ready to give you that extension right now, Domas. He moved to Napa? He did. Really? Well, he has a place in Napa. I, I, I oh. don't know if he stays there every night, okay. but he has a, he's a place in Napa. A beautiful place to live. So this gives the Kings leverage. Because now there's some doubt. Now there's some doubt. 
in Domas's head, whether he wants to admit it or not. Wait a minute. What if I don't make an All-NBA team? Now I'm going to sign for $211 million when I could sign right now for 220 And maybe the Kings say, well, we understand that that's what you could end up getting. You could end up getting 246 Domas. But we're not quite comfortable giving you that $220 million. What if we gave you a four-year deal for blank, less money, right? It now opens the door for that. Because I don't think any of us would say DeMontis Sabonis would be likely to be a top 15 player this year. It's possible, but I wouldn't say it's probable. And if you're Domas, is that how you're looking at it? I'm going to go with the probable. You know, it's probable I might not, you know, it's probable I won't be an all NBA guy now because it doesn't count positions. Yeah, I think he would know. So maybe, you know, and if he doesn't know, I'm sure his reps would tell him, I would no think. Dummy. So what this, it, it really does, and again, maybe Domas, it doesn't matter. Maybe Domas was willing, and we'll talk a little bit in, in a couple of minutes about a Jake Fisher report earlier this week about Domas. Maybe Domas was open to the idea of meeting in the middle anyway, not necessarily trying to get every single penny out of this negotiation. Maybe that was his approach anyway. But now if you're the Kings, you can absolutely open this door and say, hey, man, all NBA teams don't go pie positions anymore, right? And I don't know if you'd share this information with him. He knows you know. It's just now you don't necessarily have to give him that top offer. See how he reacts. And and maybe you get a much better deal out of it. It'd be fantastic news for the Kings. You'd get Domas for even less than what we're talking about, the 220 or the 211 or the 246. And you don't have as much urgency to get it done. So I do think that that little caveat, that 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 slight change in the CBA could pay big-time dividends for the Kings. If I'm Domas, I'm pissed about this, being in the new CBA. I would not be happy. <laughs> would not be happy at all. I would not be happy whatsoever. Be like, man, Really? Ugh. All right, speaking of Domas, we'll get to that Jake Fisher report from earlier this week about a possible huge hometown discount. We'll have that more in 90 seconds. Your afternoon home for Kings Talk and more. This is Cattles and Rami on Sacktown Sports. Folsom Lake Honda Hotline is where we get all the guests to come to you. Folsom Lake Honda. Your one-stop Honda shop. Nailed it. So uh, we just brought this up last segment if you're joining us. Two things. Nationally, big story today. James Harden has opted into the final year of his contract with 76ers, but not to be in Philadelphia. He has opted into that final $35.6 million option to be traded. And right now, the the teams that are being mentioned from Woj and, and others, the Clippers and the Knicks. And the Clippers specifically, Norm Powell, Marcus Morris Sr., and you have a couple of other contracts that could be involved in that trade. For the Knicks, we really haven't heard much of anything as far as what possibly could go back to Philly in that trade. But part of this whole thing is Josh Hart uh, has had his option picked up. He extended that deadline, uh, I think it was late last week, Maybe it was earlier this week. I don't know. It all runs into each other. 
But uh, Josh Hart, his his option picked up now for just under $13 million. Will he be part of a possible trade between the Knicks and the 76ers? We don't know. But that's the big national news. Uh, locally here, I just mentioned the new CBA, all NBA teams are positionless. And we've been talking about this Domas extension and how if Domas wanted to bet on himself, he could make upwards of almost $30 million more by being an all-NBA player this year. I think, and Rami agrees, that it's less likely for Domas to be an all-NBA guy now that it's positionless. Because you would say that Domas, Captain Obvious just walked into the room, would have to be considered a top 15 player. Not not a top three center. He'd have to be a top 15 player. It's so weird to me that they're making it positionless. Like, I know the league keeps getting more and more positionless every day, but it's still weird to me that they'd make all NBA positionless. And uh, David Simmons would agree with us. YouTube, YouTube.com, Sacktown Sports 1140. Give us that thumbs up. Give us that like. David Simmons said, uh, good, but not top 15 for sure. And so the whole thought process here is because of that CBA rule changing, I think Monty McNair woke up to much more leverage in their talks. Now, whether or not he's going to use it to its full advantage, I don't know. Whether or not it really matters to Domas and he's willing to sign for less, I don't know. But just looking at the parameters of a deal and looking at the specifics of what needs to be done to get the most money versus you know, the least amount of money when we talk max, this is not great news for Domas. It is very good news for the Kings. Because your opportunity to keep Domas here long term uh, might have gotten a little bit easier. Has that new CBA been ratified yet? Is that, oh, yeah, is that official? It. Is it a yeah. thing? Okay. Just doesn't right. take effect until, I think, July 1st of 24. Okay. No, gotcha. I think it's July 1st of 23. Right. Oh, is it this year? Yeah. Then wouldn't this new CBA rules affect teams right now? Right here. Uh, okay. NBA.com. NBA, NBA, PA. New collective bargaining agreement ratified. Seven-year agreement will take effect on July 1st, oh, 2023. Okay. All right. Oh, Interesting. Then why so, would teams be so inclined to change? No, never mind. I guess it makes sense. So on Saturday, this is in effect. Hmm. So just an interesting tidbit and something to keep an eye on. It, it might absolutely help the Kings get Domas for a little cheaper. And speaking of that, Rami, there was a report from Jake Fisher, our guy Jake, who's busy all man. O- he's just all over it. Busy, busy man. He really is all over it. And earlier this week, he had a bunch of updates and uh, including some Kings updates. And he had mentioned a Domas extension, but when he wrote about the Domas extension, he brought up four years, $120 million. Now, to me, that doesn't make sense. I don't know if Jake got his numbers mixed up a little bit. M- maybe, you know, look, the CBA number stuff and the math stuff I've proven over the last few days can get a little fuzzy on you. Can mess you up a little bit. But four years, $120 million. Like, I don't know why Domas would do that. That's almost $100 million less. Yeah, you talk about a hometown discount. <laughs> that goes above and beyond a discount. That's The that's, real estate in Napa must be doing real well. That's madness is what it is. That is absolute madness. I, I can't imagine as much as Domas might love it here and as much as... Here loves Domas. I, I can't imagine 
him taking a hundred million dollar haircut. Now, if you tell me a couple million a year, sure, maybe. Ten million, fifteen, maybe. And overall for the contract, he takes ten million less. You could sell me on that. A hundred million? Yeah, I don't see it happening. I mean, it'd be incredible if he did. <laughs> if you're the Kings and you could you could put Domas on the books for about thirty million a year for the next four years. Take that. You take that in a heartbeat. Kyle Kuzma is about to ask for $30 million a year. I I'll love take Domas at $30 million a year. I don't know if you did it on purpose, what but he's Rami. I'm Kyle. What this did is Town Sports, and my co-host just segued me perfectly into Kuzma talk because we have a Kyle Kuzma update. I totally did that on purpose. Chris Haynes reports that the Rockets have the edge in signing Kyle Kuzma. Now, that's nice for Chris Haynes, but we must bring something up. Our guy, Kyle Michael Dave, had it first. Carl Michael Dave had this first. He tweeted out yesterday morning. He beat Chris Haynes by like almost 24 hours. Dave tweeted out yesterday morning that Houston has emerged as the favorite to sign Kuzma. Mm. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Chris Haynes. From England. Dave is doing this work from England. I was going to say that's That's where he is, right? England. He's in the future technically, so he just sent it back to the past for us. It's a great point, Simone. Thank you. I'm Thank pretty you. sure that's how time works. Exactly, yes. in time zones. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, our guy, the NBA Insiders, might want to listen to Carmichael Dave every once in a while. My man's dropping dimes. He knows his stuff. So Kuzma. You guys are on good terms again, though? Seems like uh, it's the summertime. Yeah. Dave's texting straight to Monty McNair. It's 105 degrees. I got other issues going on. So, you know, shout out to Dave for having that. But you wonder, you know, where the Kings are the Kings. We talked to Sean Cunningham earlier. Sean said that he would not consider the Kings as, quote, unquote, out on Kuzma. Still believes there's a chance. But you do wonder, like, who who's playing who for leverage? Is Kuzma playing Houston for leverage to get more out of Sacramento? Did Kuzma use Sacramento to get a gigantic bag from Houston because they got like $60 million in cap space? The answer to both of those can be yes, right? Be This is all coming from Kuzma. Oh, the, the Kings are hot on Kyle Kuzma. Oh, the Rockets are hot on Kyle Kuzma. As many teams as you could put out there as possible. Yeah. It helps. It absolutely helps Kuzma's case. Um, but it's interesting. Where, where does Kuzma want to go? If if it's if it's just about the money and sh- well, if it's about money and shots, he's going. He's going to Houston. Don't forget, Texas taxes much more money in Kuzma's pocket. A lot of people moving to Texas. So. He would make even if he got twenty five million a year from Sacramento, twenty five million a year in Houston is much more. You think it's hot here? Go to oh, Texas right now. Death. So, you know, the money and also again in Houston, he could walk in and he's gonna be getting the shots up. I mean, we all thought going back a few weeks ago that James Harden was gonna be, you know, possibly in Houston. That's not happening. Harden's going to end up probably in either L.A. or New York. Mm-hmm. So, and we, we've heard about Fred Van Vliet in Houston, but there are strong reports that Van Vliet wants to stay in Toronto. And it's really going to come down to the term, is the last that I've read. That if Toronto steps up and offers three or four years for Van Vliet, Van Vliet's going to stay. 
because the thought is Houston is going to you know throw out a two-year, $80 million, two-year, $90 million deal, short-term, big-time money. So, you know, the, the Harris and Barnes reports, Rami, also align with this because it seems like, and all we can do is just read the reports. And, We're and, just reading and, tea leaves and, here. Yeah, and react yeah. off of those. But it, it, it seems like three weeks ago, HB and the Kings weren't talking according to James Ham. This week, James Ham and Dave, Dave also said this. This week, the talks between HB and the Kings started to heat up again. And now we start hearing about Kuzma leading in Houston. So maybe the Kings felt like they were in on Kuzma three weeks ago. They started to get a feel and a vibe of, well, we're not going to land Kuzma because his, his money's just way, it's way too much out of our now. price yeah. range. Too rich for our blood. Get Harrison on the phone. Monty's like, get HB on line <laughs> one. All of a sudden, we got $17 million a year for him. Get him on the phone. <laughs> Let's make a deal. I'd love it. I don't want Kuzma for $25, $30 million. I've been saying it the, la- the whole week. I'm out on that money for him. So if this means you get HB for like $15, $16 million, you spend the other money on somebody else, fine by me. I'm out on Kuzma like 27 a year. Out. So we'll see what happens. Somebody's going to get in on that. I'm telling you right now. Tillman Fertitta. Just takes Somebody one. Somebody's going to get in just on that. Just takes action. one. I'm just afraid of Kuzma with that bag. Can you of what, million. the outfits that he's going to be wearing? I was just going to say. he's can, that rich? I was going to say, can you imagine? Did you guys know that pink sweater that he wore with the long sleeves is like $2,000? I was shocked yeah, I remember, by that. I remember Googling that at the time. I'd love to. When he took it off, I would love to grab it, throw it in the garbage, and light it on fire, <laughs> and watch two thousand dollars burn. If why, the Kings sign Kyle Kuzma, I'll it. buy a pink sweater. The Kings sign Kyle Kuzma, I am going to personally break into the G one C and steal his awful clothes and burn them in the front of the G one C. I like the puffy jacket. They right had at, right at like the, Had him looking like the Michelin you man. You and these Remember crimes on air today, Nick. Yeah, really. That's two for two. Violent, man. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday you threatened yes. Kyle. <laughs> On oh, the yeah, air. that's three. Okay. Yeah. Was that yesterday? Yes, wow, that was this has yesterday. been a long week. Oh, no kidding. Working with you? <laughs> Love you too, Nick. Well played. Every hour's a day. Every day's a week. Every week is a month. Who's to Blame, hosted by Simone, next. Who did what and why? Who are you pointing the finger at? It's not whether you win or lose. It's how you place the blame. It's Who to Blame. On Cattles and Rami. Before we get to who's to blame, quick update here on the James Harden story. Simone just uh, filled in on some of those details. Sham Sharania reporting, as we've talked about the Clippers and the Knicks all day. Uh, Shams is reporting that there's another team in the mix. Shams says that the Miami Heat. Oh. Yes, the the Miami (laughs) Heat. The Clippers and Heat are expected to emerge in this process for James Harden. James Harden would hardly ever step on the basketball court if he lived in Miami. <laughs> the bright neon lights of South Beach. I mean, when you look at... Oh, I wasn't talking about the lights, Simone. <laughs> well, you were talking well, about certain, the places Certain areas have yeah. certain about, lights. Yeah, if you're yeah. talking about certain lights. Yeah. Um, 
that would be a hell of a marriage, James and uh, in Miami. Mm-hmm. He he would. I think James would take full advantage of Miami. He'd be the Heat king culture. of Miami. So it is interesting though when you think about it because the rumor right now with LA is Marcus Morris and Norm Powell. Usually you'd say like Miami's only got like Duncan Robinson and Kyle Lowry to offer. I mean, is, is Duncan Robinson better than Powell or Morris? Probably not. Morris is on a, a, a an expiring deal. Powell's got two or three years left. What hmm. about Tyler Hero? Yeah, I don't know if Miami would trade Hero for, for Harden. They didn't want to trade Hero for Dame. The report. Which is, yeah, that's crazy. I was the, just going to say. The report is that they don't want to include Hero in any Dame Dollar deal. That's insanity. Now, what also could be the case is maybe Miami is throwing this out there to put pressure on Portland. It's like, hey, all right, man. You got you guys don't want to move on Dame? We're going to go pick up James Harden. So, if you're thinking of trading him, trade him now. All right, so there's your update on James Harden. Who is to blame? Speaking of Dame, uh, I think our who's to blame today has to do about uh, good old Dame Dollar. It's got a little Dame flavor, certainly. It's actually the subject for our who's to blame, so I ask you both. Fellas, who is to blame for the incessant Dame Dollar discourse on whether or not he is staying or leaving Rip City, a.k.a. Portland, Oregon? It really is nonstop. Uh, do we have the Mad Dog stuff? So, do. Mad Dog Russo was on ESPN. Before we get into who we think is to blame, Mad Dog was on ESPN this week again. He's on every week, and uh, he once again lost his mind about something. Here he is. Number one, uh, listen, he's a great player. Enough of Damian Lillard. We please. <laughs> yeah, oh my God! And this is for Wendy. I don't need that report every five minutes. Oh my God! So, uh, again, Simone asked, it begs the question, who's to blame for the nonstop Dame stuff? Dame, man. <laughs> Dame. Who else is there to blame but Dame when it comes? And I love Dame Lillard, man. You're saying Dame's to blame. Yes, Dame is to blame. What a game. It's not who's to blame, it's who's to Dame. Thank you. Yes. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Dame will probably be in the Hall of Fame. First he ballot. Has, he has no shame. Oh, my God. And you are the same. These puns are rather tame. I was going to use tame, you jerk. You just took it from me. So we had the same? Hey, look. Let me spit hot fire. Catch this flame. Ah! That's right. Go to sleep. Dame Lillard. I put you out. It's to blame for (laughs) this. That was excellent. I'm going media. I'm going to go a little outside the box, Rami, because everybody's going to blame Dame. Everybody's going to do it. Everybody's going to blame Dame. Yeah, because he's to blame. Not if I said the media. 
What Dame has been consistent. Dame has been consistent from day one. He doesn't ask he, out or, or wanted to stay in Portland. No, he hasn't asked out because he doesn't want out. Well, then stop telling us what you want out of Portland. But doesn't he have to answer? He's going on every podcast, he doesn't have to go on every podcast. Okay, he have so to go talk to Chris Haynes. Let's play this. Let's play this out. He's just trying play to stir game. it up. People keep people keep bringing his name up, right? Mm-hmm. Like the whole Rami, get the kings out your mouth. People keep bringing up Dame Dollar. Where's he going to go? What's he going to do? As as Mad Dog just said, I'm tired of it. Tired, tired, tired. Okay. But if people keep asking, people keep throwing things out there, does Dame not have the right to be like, yo, I'm, I'm fine? When he goes on a podcast, they ask him the question. Hey, man, he's going to answer it. It's the media's fault. We're the ones. Dame's been consistent. The media loves beating dead horses. We keep asking the questions. We want the content. We want the clicks. We want the discussion, the conversation to continue. It's the media. Dame's he needs to just say he wants out or not. Dame's not the reason why we've got Brian Windhorst I on mean, ESPN every five minutes. He kind of is. He was t- he was looking for any reporter that he could find to tell him, I don't want to go through a rebuild. I don't want to play with young guys leading up to the draft. Well, then just tell him you want out. When they do that, but what if he doesn't want out? Then he then he better be ready to deal with the rebuild and and play with young guys. I mean, he's pretty much said ninety eight percent of the time that he's he's going to stay in Portland. He hedged a little bit like a month ago, a few weeks ago was the first time he truly hedged and, and talked about teams that he might want to go to. Every other time, he's like, "Nah, man, I want to be sharks. in Portland. I'm you loyal." Fed the sharks, media's fault. More of the same. By the way, uh, we will have, in about an hour or so, a a significant show announcement coming up at 5.30. So we'll have that happen. Hmm. I'll stay tuned for that. Also, uh, all guests come to you from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline, Rami. Folsom Lake Honda. Your your one-stop Honda shop. shop. Not bad. I mean, I had to point to all of you, but not bad. That's pretty good. I have to give cues now. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Thanks, Doug. That was a good one. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. All right, so there you have it. Who's the blame? Dame Dollar. I've been looking forward to this, and I hope it doesn't disappoint me. I have what we what I believe to be can't miss audio of an epic radio host melting down on live radio. Hear it next. One brings Macloth magic, while the other, hmm, we're still trying to figure that out. Paddles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. What I got you got to give it to the Rami's famous lyrics to this song. Pretty good. What I got to get to give it to the papa. But the father got a beady poly papa. I do enjoy. Anthony Kiedis or Robbie Backlaw? Every time we play that, you still laugh at yourself. You are such a fan of yourself. I always think of him now when I hear this song, so I don't know. I unfortunately do too. (laughs) (laughs) Give it away, give it away, give it away now. 
Think about how much it makes me want to fight him. <laughs> how much he's ruined this song for me. I'm not laughing necessarily. Ruined, ruined or adorned? Ruined no. or enhanced? I think I had it right with ruined. Okay. Lovable, squeezable, Nick. <laughs> I think the reason I laugh is every time I hear that, I go, I get paid to be that stupid. Like, that is, that's, <laughs> I think that's what's funny to me. You know what? That's a great perspective. <laughs> that's, that's the funny part of it to me, is that that's my job. That doing that, that, that doing that is my job. Take care, y'all. It's a ridiculous. Chicken. It's a ridiculous thing. And a ridiculous. This seems life like I a leave. cash grab. <laughs> Beeman says, "Don't worry about it." Uh, he he laughs with you too. <laughs> Finds it hilarious. What I got to got to give it to the papa. So stupid. God, was that me stepping all over yeah. the back end of that? Yes, too? it was. I was trying to help. Uh, all right. Yeah, that was you. And then I Keep jumped the kid's in. Name out your mouth. I jumped in a couple times to try to get it back on the rails. <laughs> Didn't quite work out on my behalf. What I got to get to give it to the papa. But the father got a beanie body papa. A sack, a sack, a sack, a sack, town sports. Yeah, what were you trying to do there? What I got to get to give it to the papa. Did you see I was on a roll? But the father got a beanie body papa. Did you know brilliance when it's happening? Just let it happen? Sack, 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 town. Wonder if a certain WFAN broadcaster likes chili peppers. So stupid. Yeah. It's a good segue. Just the dumbest. Although he doesn't work for WFAN. So Don LaGreca. Oh, Don LaGreca. From 98.7 FM. ESPN in New York runs. He is known for his classic meltdowns. He's had a number of classic meltdowns. Now, what I like about LaGreca is it all feels very natural and organic, his meltdowns, because it's not like he melts down every day. He melts down every, I don't know, six, eight, nine months. And when he lets it rip, when he loses it, he loses it. You know, this week I've been called Dollar Store Joe Pesci. That happened this week. Mm -hmm. A crowning moment of my radio career. (laughs) Because I get worked up sometimes. If you think I get worked up, listen to Don LaGreca, and then maybe... You know, maybe it's a little bit more understandable why from the Northeast I get a little worked up from time to time. Uh, here was LaGreca recently again, 98.7 FM in New York, their ESPN. Quick context because I cut it off the front. Okay. He, so they're talking about the Yankees playing the Rangers, and the caller is complaining about the Yankees not bunting. All right. The shortstop played almost behind second base. Bunt the ball. But who was it? Bunt it. Who, who was up? I forgot. It was a left-handed bat. I mean, it's, it's not the first time this this goes on. They don't. The Yankees doing never comes out with a nobody bunts. Analytics huh? believe that. Why would they give up an out? Oh Fun, the God. fundamentals. Like, are, how do you watch? It's so frustrating. I, I listen. It's it's just it stinks. But at least you you took two out of three. The game. What game? The game yeah. you're talking about. They won. Yeah, but they won at the at the end because but they could have won earlier. They mean, oh my! Like goodbye. Thank you for the Walt. Well, thank you for the phone call. <laughs> Done. Done with that guy. Thank you. Thank you for the phone call. Had enough of you. Walt, thank you for the phone call. Thank you for the phone call, Walt. <laughs> That's enough. He's 100% right to be done with that phone call. So I'm, I'm out on the phone call. They didn't win early enough. No. Uh, I believe we have more, correct? They could have won earlier. 
Because baseball just had a rule. People don't realize that they award extra points if you win the game earlier. I've got a team that stinks. It's the Bad News Bears. Redux. With a major league team that's got the highest payroll in the history of sports. And I've got people, grown men, calling the show, complaining that the Yankees aren't winning early enough in games. (laughs) (laughs) He's building up. It really is one of the dumbest arguments. Yeah. Yeah. Guessing he's a Mets fan? They could have won it earlier. He's, He's building up. Like, you know, the pot is boiling here. It's The, the simmering is underway. You just feel it. You, you feel the bubbling over, and you're going to get just La Greca. You're going to get it. You know, if you call with it, I will say it, it keeps callers accountable, or at least it should. Because if you're going to get absolutely eviscerated, you better call with a good point. If you call stumbling, stammering, or, or make it a stupid point, you're going to get wrecked. More La Greca. Screw. Go <laughs> scratch yourself. I'm tired of it. Big babies. Go scratch yourself. I don't even know what that means. What is that? I was going to ask you. Winning early enough in games. Screw. Go scratch yourself. Go scratch yourself. Big babies. Is that a Northeast thing? I've never heard that in my life. Babies. Spoiled brats. I've never heard that in my life. Go scratch yourself. That's a creative way to not curse. Go scratch yourself. Now, maybe he is just trying to not curse with the... uh, the other unpleasant word. Big, whiny, little crying babies. Or maybe uh, he's telling them to go scratch himself. But I go feel- scratch yourself. Go scratch yourself. <laughs> go scratch yourself. LeGrec is the guy that we got the drops of. I have hair. I have a great head of hair. That's LaGreca. There are very few worse callers in the sports talk radio game than small ball guy. Is. I want. I wanted. They lay down the bunt guy. You know what I mean? I've, yeah. I've I've yelled at I've yelled at that guy a number of times. We don't talk Go a lot of baseball yourself. here, but uh, yeah, bunting is stupid almost every time. Bunting a sacrifice bunt is uh, it's dumb. It's not good baseball. It's stupid. And yeah, you can't win games earlier than than after the ninth inning is complete. All right, so uh, let's let's continue with LaGreca here. I don't want to hear it. If they call, tell them thanks for the call. Go away. We didn't win early enough. My team's seven games under five hundred. So that would answer the question: Is he is he a Mets fan? Yes, apparently so. Yeah, he is absolutely a Mets fan. Whiny little crying babies. Let him know, man. <laughs> thank, him, thank him for the call. Thank him for the call, and then let him go. <laughs> but the the phone screener picks up the phone. Thanks for calling. I gotta let you go. That would thank be Simone as a call. call screener. Yeah. Be like, wait, what just happened? Just call. Why? What what happened there? Could try to call a radio station. They 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 thanked me for my call and hung up on me. What if you did that in real life? Hell of a thank go you. scratch yourself. I told you to just go scratch yourself. Like your buddy calls you, like, hey, what's going on, Tim? Thanks for calling. See ya. I just hang up on him. Appreciate the call. Click. It's like th- the conversation didn't happen. The whole the whole substance of it didn't. And, and the guy didn't even know who he wanted to bunt. That, that was part of LaGreca's point, too. Like, you're going to call here and tell me that they should bunt? You don't even know who is up to bat at yeah, the time? Don't worry. LaGreca gets to the him again. All right, let's go. 
Someone they injured. couldn't find a house on the on the face of the sun. What? What? What does Think that that's mean? about the Mets? Okay. Well, on the face of the sun. Someone interrupt when he tells a lie. Just someone. No, but Peter, you're I'm, frustrating that it is I'm for waiting, me. I'm waiting for well, the like, lie. Well, I watched the Yankees. Well, good for you. You watched the team take two out of three. That is the God, pinstripe I, report. I every one of you brought to <laughs> you. are absolutely the worst. I hate every one of you. I hate every one of you. Sponsored by every single that one. That is of the you. pinstripe God, I, report. I every one of you brought to you by Corona. Enjoy the finer life of sports. Oh Corona, the official cerveza of Major League Baseball. God, I knew this was going to happen, Peter. And what you got was about twenty percent of a meltdown I had in the meeting. I knew these people were going to come out of the woodwork and go, why aren't they bunting? Do you watch baseball? And, and here's a little hint, Peter. Here's a tiny little hint. I want it. A belly, it's, a, it's just a baby hint. Okay, it's, it's, it's about this big. It's tiny. tiny. It's a tiny little piece it. of advice right. I have for the callers. In the greatest city in the world, if you're going to complain about a guy not bunting, it's a hint. Who was it? You don't even know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a fair point. Yes. If you're going to complain about something uh, that happened in the game, you might want to have the details down, like as if who bunted. That is the God, pinstripe I, report. I every one of you. Hate every one of you. <laughs> the frustration level. You can feel it in his voice. <laughs> I hate every one of you. <laughs> Not some. Every single one. The man has had it. Ducks. The man has had it. Ducks. Oh, man. This last part, I think, might be my favorite. And yet you call. You sit on hold for 20 minutes, and you don't know. And then you have the actual audacity to say, they didn't win early enough. Anthony, they didn't win the game early enough. I was at the game. I had a great time. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Who was it? You don't even know because you didn't care. I remember. You know what? You walked out of the building skipping because they won the game. Right. Hey, Don, I want you to do two things. Take a really deep breath, tell me your name, and then talk about cars. <sighs> Don LeGrecky here for Ramsey Mike. <laughs> 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 Consummate pro. Consummate pro. Brought it back home. Do me a favor here, Don. Take a deep breath and then tell me how much you love cars. Don, I want you to do two things. Take a really deep breath, tell me your name, and then talk about cars. Don LeGrecky here for Ramsey Mott. <laughs> <laughs> the music, too. <laughs> yeah, Dan. <laughs> Oh, my God. Don LeGrecky here for Ramsey Mott. <laughs> that heavy sigh, that heavy breathing technique is what I have to go through working with Kyle every day this yeah. week. I feel like we've been good. Is that how you feel? Oh, he's going to give a breath right now. Take it in. Why don't we all take a deep breath? Oh, you got to hold it. That sounds weird out of context. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would have noticed it. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Until you, just, you brought it up. So. You just did that to yourself. <laughs> okay. Put a shining light on that, one why more, don't you? One more deep breath in. And hold. 
Get all the latest 49ers news heading into the 2023 season on Sacktown Sports. I think Brock was smart and we kind of facilitated that, that he met with a bunch of different surgeons. The hope is he's ready for the regular season. Um, We'll take it as it comes, as we're doing. He's working incredibly hard and the early returns are really good. Sacktown Sports, Sacramento's official home for 49ers football. 